0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, real estate gets real.
1: We moved our businesses in January to Potomac to be 5 miles from home because quality of life was was most important to us. That's the natural way when you when you get mindful as to what's important, you know, isn't it all about quality of life?
0: You may have noticed, perhaps you're going to listen to this while you're sitting in the car, The traffic in the infrastructure the D.C. region sometimes makes it tough to get anywhere quickly. Well, it's having an effect upon where people are now living and how real estate is being developed. Our next guest is Richard Samet. He is the CEO, founder of Fraser Forbes. He's very active in the real estate industry here and has some interesting things to say about why we're seeing more urbanization in the region than perhaps many had expected not so long ago. Richard, thanks for joining us. It's my
1: pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, real estate is one of the uh, the underpinning industries in our region. I, I think that the you enlightened know, real estate developers very much developed the, the infrastructure that a lot of us take for granted. But we've sort of reached a crossing over point here right now. What are you seeing right now in the the real estate industry? How are you looking at the community from the standpoint of where to develop and what to develop in light of where we are with our infrastructure?
1: We start with supply and demand metrics, and then we we look to uh, support ground-up development where there is unity from a live-work-play dynamic. And rather than complain about uh, our challenges and problems with infrastructure, we look to find solutions and, and adapt as uh, I think Darwin uh, modeled for us so many years ago. So these we're, we are seeing the really the uh, presence of these new micro ecosystems where you can work, you can live, you can play and you're not the same requirement to get in your car and drive doesn't exist as, as much as it has in the past.
0: So in fact, it, it looks a lot like to the uninformed or the you know, it looks like trying to create little urban areas just sprinkled around the region, you know, like uh, what ha- happened in Clarendon or say a Reston Town Center or what's, you know, Montgomery County and, you know, Gaithersburg. Is that is that what you're talking about? You're of communities where everybody lives in close proximity and works
1: in the same place? Yes, to a large extent.
0: Would somebody listen to this say, well, geez, you're just throwing up your hands. You know, the real issue is we should fix infrastructure, fix metro, build another bridge or are you just waving
1: the white flag as a, as a real estate guy? And I mean, how do you respond to that? We're not. We're solution oriented. Uh, my humble opinion is whether it's the physical infrastructure expansion and or technology that eventually will show up uh, vis-a-vis autonomous driving, we could be looking at 15, 20 years in the future before we really have some some help. So what do we do right now when we're seeing the commuting time expanding exp- exponentially every year. And that to me is the, you ask anyone uh, who, who lives here and has to drive an hour and a half to go 15 miles and you know the level of frustration and and, and anger, it's just bubbling.
0: Mm-hmm. And it really is. I must admit, I got caught in a bad traffic jam this morning on my way over the studio and it can change your behavior if you're not careful. Well, as you look at this region some have suggested the reason why there's a concentration towards urbanization is because of millennials. It sounds to me like that's not something you ascribe
1: to. I think the millennials are a really just a small portion of this. And I think that it, it's been exaggerated. I think this is a a changing dynamic given our macro level ecosystem and how we have burdened uh, our infrastructure and you know this market very much 20 years ago was all about suburbanization and because the infrastructure failed to meet the needs of all of the thousands of new homes and millions of square feet of new commercial buildings the road system the metro system has been over overtaxed and overburdened mm. so now there's a flight to quality quality of life quality of life we were based in the Northern Virginia uh, market area for over 20 years uh, my personal residence is Potomac We moved our businesses in January to Potomac to be five miles from home because quality of life was was most important to us that's the natural way when you when you get mindful as to what's important you know isn't it all about quality of life
0: Many will say that one of the big reasons why people, Come here and live here is quality of life. So it seemed to me intuitive. If you want to, if you want to succeed here. You have to focus on those issues because that's why people come to live
1: here. Absolutely. And in, and in some ways, you know, we, we are the product of our our own success. And uh, the fact that I still believe that we have three distinctive metropolitan markets that are are trying to get united, uh, Maryland and Virginia and D.C. But you know, the, a re, the regional. Uh, lens, you know, still has a lot of work uh, behind it.
0: Oh, I think it does. And let's be honest, as long as the tax base is driven by jurisdictions, there's there's going to be limits to how much the region will, will cooperate. And you know that being in, in real estate. Do you think that people really understand how much the environment they live within is really shaped by the real estate development community and the architects and landscapers that you employ
1: no I don't I think that there is a significant uh, miscommunication and lack of appreciation for how the development community and the uh, public sector and the consumers you know should be communicating uh, as really one team and it's it's significant that that's that's, it's, there's not enough transparency. There's not enough clarity on how we should all be working together.
0: Because it seems to me that, you know, you're describing how you, and, and you're not the only developer who is participating in this trend of concentration, that's going to have enormous implications on our tax base, on our schools, and, and, and so forth. What do we need to do as a region to make sure that these conversations are, are had in a more informed manner? Because real estate does drive the region.
1: Uh, you know, to me, it's, it's very simple. It is being completely open and transparent and communicating to the marketplace. And uh, uh, one, one concise message, why should the message be any different if it's coming from the development community, from the public sector? Uh, cause ultimately, you know, th- the consumer votes for the politician, <laughs> the politician, uh, that's the legislation that the real estate community ha- works within those rules for well, what can, what can be built and real estate is a for-profit business. Now we're very, we're a very mindful uh, enterprise. You know, my view is you need to find balance. It's not about pro development. It's not about anti-development. It's about long-term balance. So you have, the best uh, prospect for long-term success, going back to that, you know, let's be greedy. Let's let let let's look at having the highest quality of life quotient we can obtain.
0: What a great reminder that greed isn't always about money. Greed is about having the best you possibly can.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, Richard, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk with us about the real estate industry and how we can think about it as a driver of opportunity, but also as the industry that really shapes the world around us.
1: My pleasure, Johnson. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. Today's podcast is brought to you by Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation, MCEDC, helping companies start, grow, and accelerate business in Montgomery County.